keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Out full of suffering, suck attach, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> Wrestle Roasts on ad-free shows and ATC. Welcome, everybody, to WrestleMania. Wrestle... Let's do that again. Fuck. Actually, keep it <laughs> Keep it. Keep, keep it. it. Yes. Relax, the most, style. Do, 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 the most important goddamn show of the year. I fuck it up. That is the most stupendous opening of all time. <laughs> it's time for WrestleMania Wrestle Roasts. Uh, if you are listening to this Friday morning, buy tickets to our live show tonight at 10 o'clock right after WrestleMania SmackDown. It is going to be an awesome show, guys. Um, you, oh, I do uh, want to add to that, Dan, real quick. If, yeah. if you can't make the live show or you're hearing this on Saturday and you're like, fuck, I missed it, you can still get a ticket. Email Zach and they will send. we will send you the recording of the show so you can enjoy it. It's going to be worth it. Yeah, yeah we, will, we will be in WWE uh, fashion. We'll be showing screenshots of the show, but no actual clips. Yes. Yeah, brought Please to you by make- WrestleRoast Magazine. And Stacker too. Please uh, make sure uh, you've sent your emails to uh, Zach or me, uh, and, uh, and and we can just make sure that you guys are able to get it on on our exclusive Zoom Illuminati only invite. Um, our Patreon this week, we reviewed WrestleMania three, and uh, I guess I, I guess I can tell you guys some of our future patreons in the spring you know what i'll wait till next week and we'll we'll tell you guys what our spring yeah today let's promote the show tonight yes exactly come on out folks that's wrestlemania weekend you got nothing to do it is the most stupendous wrestling related comedy zoom show at 10 o'clock that night and it will be less problematic than undertaker's speech you're missing (laughs) a bachelor party i'm sorry well Hopefully you can go to the bachelor party right afterwards. Uh, something is less sad than the Steiner speech. Something is sports. I'll be doing the NXT stand and deliver review. Robert will be doing uh, the Monday after WrestleMania review. Uh, become a patron, baby. $5 tier. Uh, we're going to be doing the roast of Brock Lesnar next week. $10 tier. You get something to sports. Uh, we got t-shirts, baby, on Pro Wrestling Tees. We also got the It's Dope Tees. You can check it out. We got the roast of Roman Reigns next week. We've got uh, two weeks, the roast of, of Becky Lynch. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Join the YouTube channel. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Leave a review. Join our Facebook group. It's popping off. But the real reason we're here, the stupendous reason we're here, folks, is that this weekend, WrestleMania 38, it is, it is Christmas for wrestling fans, even if you're no longer a, a, a WWE fan. There's so many cool shows that are happening this weekend. There's so much fun shit to do, including our live show. Uh, it really is just the Super Bowl of wrestling. And we got to start out with with reviewing, with previewing Mania itself and giving you some of our predictions. Uh, night one, we'll start out with night one. 
Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Who do you guys got for this, Robert? Um, I, I got a feeling it's not going to be very good. That's the feeling that I have here. Uh, Ronda, since she's come back, has not once shown uh, that, that she's back to it in ring. She feels at least a step or 10 off. Her promos have been uh, so bad they're good. It's like watching The Room. Um, and it's, it's been great googly moogly shit. It's been it's real creepy, bad. and it's why there was all the rumors whether or not this is going to main event. I think it will wind up main eventing. She is still too it's big. It's not. Of a star. It's already not. Oh, it's gonna. It's it's the the Owen segment's gonna main event. They're going. They're going with the Owen segment main eventing. Yeah, they announced that. Oh, well, yeah, then never mind. Yeah. I know it was. They were trying to lobby Charlotte. It's like, of course we're main eventing. Uh, I think Charlotte's gonna do everything she can. Uh, I, I. I I, I think they're going to go with Rhonda, but uh, everything with her in ring makes me scared to see her going forward. But at the same time, they're putting her on Fox uh, because they want her there. So you kind of got to give her the title. And Dan's dogs agree with me. <laughs> Dan's dogs started barking. But, and by the way, we will be having Dan's dogs barking the classic WrestleMania theme tomorrow during our live show. Ruff, 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 woof, woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the real winner of this match is who's ever selling testosterone supplements backstage. Um, I don't think, yeah, this, I mean, Rousey, how do you get worse <laughs> on the mic than she's already been? Like, it's it's pretty amazing. It's called getting punched um, in the head a lot, Mike. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, she's become withdrawn. She is, she is you know, receding into herself. Yeah, like, man. Like I, she's so depressing. Depressing. Like Charlotte is gonna get sucked into her when they, when they grapple. There's something like black hole about Ronda's <laughs> presence at this point. Yeah. What? The worst part about this is during Raw they've been advertising. I guess she was on nine one one for a while, so they keep showing clips from her acting on that show, <laughs> and she's just as bad on that show as she is. <laughs> oh, in she's crowd. Dude, she in the Expendables uh, three. Oof. It's also. Like, what's going to be worse, this match or the conversation between Travis Brown and Andrade backstage? They're not letting Andrade backstage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be a little bit more upbeat. I, this build has been lackluster. The promos have been have been either uh, okay on Charlotte's side to, to pretty poor on Ronda's side. Uh, I do think the in-ring match will surprise us. It'll be better than what, what we think. Do I think it's going to be... The match they had at Survivor Series a couple of years ago, probably not. But I, I don't think it's going to be as painful as you guys think it is. Wait, um, I didn't say anything about the match yet. I think the match, I think Charlotte has something to prove. And I think she's going to mm -hmm. macho man this. She's going to map it the fuck out. She's going to say, bitch, you remember this. And Ron is going to say, did you call me bitch? She goes, there's a lot more bitch to go around if you fuck this up. And they're going to have a great match. So by macho man, this is, is Ronda <laughs> Elizabeth? She's definitely not Steamboat. <laughs> She's George the Animal Steel. <laughs> hey, um, hey, man, George the Animal Steel has been good in movies, all right? <laughs> you you want to see Ronda Rousey? Mighty Joe Wood? Young? <laughs> Ronda would fit in perfectly in an Ed Wood movie. Ed Wood sounds like Ronda's acting coach. <laughs> What's uh what's let's get to our next uh our next huge women's match of the night, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the raw women's title. Uh this and the Roman Brock uh storylines have been the longest term storylines they've they've told in a while. Um 
if you saw Raw this past week, it was very confusing. Um, they decided to have Bianca cut Becky's hair, which I thought, like, first off, why not advertise? If you're going to do that, like, make it a hair versus hair match at Mania. That, that, that makes more sense to me. Um, but, like, does this mean that that Becky's going to win or Bianca's going to win and and Becky's then going to cut her hair and that's going to be the big WrestleMania moment. I, I think they'll have a good match. I, I think Bianca's really good in the ring and I, and I think Becky can can tell a, tell a really good story. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think that my prediction, whatever happens, if, if they take, if they have Bianca lose, it will be Bianca, Ronda, and Becky at WrestleMania next year. Like they're gonna, they're gonna have another triple threat and build it up. Um, what did you think of this, Scott? What did I think of it? Well, it didn't happen yet, brother. But I will say this: I think they're gonna go big. I think I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. I think here's here. Okay, so you know how Alexa Bliss is like pretty much done with the company, but they love they love that CGI stuff. This is WrestleMania. You got to create a movie moment. And I think this is where they're going to do it. I think they are going to cut Bianca's hair. I think Becky Lynch is going to cut it. And then I think Bianca's hair is going to grow back in front of everybody into like a bunch of different pieces and kind of hover over her head. And the announcer is going to say, don't look at her, Becky. Don't look at her. And Becky's going to look at her and turn to stone. I, Mike? I think that uh, Becky's going to cut a pre-match promo and be like, Bianca, can't wait to see you in Tangled 2. And then Montez Ford is going to walk out and smack her. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, the storyline for this has been con- – it's been convoluted even by WWE standards. They started it at SummerSlam. It was a straightforward story of I want revenge, and then it turned into a storyline about hair, uh, and then it turned into a storyline about uh, Becky uh, breaking Bianca's neck for like a week, and then they came back and they made it about hair again and comically large scissors, and then you saw Becky get her hair cut, so my guess is – Bianca will win, so now Becky has lost her hair and her title, and she's going to go crazy, and her and Seth are just going to go full-on Joker and Harley Quinn going forward for the next couple months on Raw. Uh, And the match will at least be good, um, or at least it'll be longer than their SummerSlam match, which, depending on Mike's perspective, may be better or worse. Now, you guys, that that moment was awful. I, I I think this will be a good match. But as, as people that actually watch the product, ha ha, do you guys, like, does this feel like a long simmering feud since SummerSlam or have there been a lot of stops? It feels like an AEW long feud where there was a gap and then you're supposed to remember what happened nine months prior, uh, that one week on a WWE.com exclusive. And that was how you know what's going on here at WrestleMania. Um, my guess is eventually this is going to lead to Becky and Seth as baby faces and Bianca and Montez Ford as heels, which is awesome. And they're being cast in the correct spot for that. I also think that's where this is going. I think it's a weird direction to go that way, but it just turns out that's the direction you have to go because you should have never turned Becky heel in the first place. Well, you had to because she wanted to, to be a heel and to lure her back to get her there. You kind of have to give her what she and you wants. You say, "What do you think you're Hogan?" That's what you say. 
You go, you think you're Hogan, Becky? Get the hell out of my office. Yeah, because you can say I'm staying home and taking care of my kid, and you really can't, you Yeah, know... you go, oh, have fun doing that. You think you want to do that? You're addicted to this, Becky. That's what they say. Yeah, you know, you know what happened <laughs> the last time someone said they wanted to take care of their kid? They got steamboated. That's what fucking happened. He was like, I want to be with my son. They're like, you just had a great match. You have to have 300 more on the road, motherfucker. You're fired. All right, now I want Becky to come out with a Komodo dragon. <laughs> Seth. Its name is Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan went to go take care of his dog, so we don't know what the next match we're supposed to talk about is. Uh, Phil. I'll just, Phil. I'll just talk about one. How, how about... Let's talk about. I'm sorry, it's uh, got to be night one. I'll jump back into this. And and look, guys, just uh, just just raise your little Zoom hands, and I'll, and I'll call on you instead of me just awkwardly cutting. Uh, let's go to King Woods and Kofi Kingston versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus. Uh, the winner for this will be Neck Surgeons. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say this is this is gonna this is gonna be wrestled at a breakneck pace. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, there, this probably is the match I'm looking forward to. The least, I, I don't know why they didn't replace Ridge with Butch after that, but I guess Butch has to become a real boy first. Um, I, I, I don't know who wins. I guess, I guess New Day wins because they're not going to have Butch in there. Uh, what are your guys' predictions of this? Well, Butch is going to be in their corner, though. Yeah. Which, which that's going to be so many people's defense of Butch. Well, he gets to have a WrestleMania moment. Like, that's a thing. Like, they really think that's a thing. Yeah, he gets paid. He gets a WrestleMania payday as opposed to the NXT payday, which was like juice boxes. So that's mm, fine. And obviously, nice. look, they they have humiliated Kofi Kingston. They've taken away Xavier Woods' king title. Big E had his neck broke. So obviously, New Day is going to lose here clean. Robert. Do you think that Ricochet or any of those guys are going to get WrestleMania paydays for wrestling and the WrestleMania SmackDown? They'll get I think they'll, they'll be on the card, care, right? Yeah. I think they're gonna randomly throw them on the card somehow. I think uh, uh, let me just... Ricochet will be part of the uh, the Knoxville thing. I have a I have a, I have a mm-hmm. boring money question. So Robert, um, I want to know now that there isn't pay per view, right? And this is obviously a question that CM Punk sincerely asked that he never got the answer to. How do they decide the paydays? Is it just gate? Because if it's now on Peacock. How how do they get that much more money since there isn't buys? So everyone who asked that question got released. Yes, I know. Um, no, uh, they <laughs> so they make they they are still international pay per view uh, or WWE network revenue, and they still sell this on pay per view. Uh, you still get sponsorship money from this. You're still getting part of the gate. They they allocate certain amounts for the year, regardless to make it a WrestleMania payday to make it worthwhile. So it's less of a based on the pay per view buy rate and more of like an annual bonus kind of thing. Okay, cool. Um, I did hear through the grapevine that a lot of the releases were COVID related, like people who wouldn't get back. So yeah, it's interesting. WWE hasn't told that story because it, it wouldn't make them look better in my mind. Not to um, their audience. <laughs> That's true. Next, we have the Usos versus Knock and Boogs for the SmackDown title. Um, I'm looking forward to this match. I, 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 I think that Boogs and Knock should go over. I think they will go over. You need to plant a seed of doubt before the Roman-Brock match. So have the titles change hands here and then maybe even cut to Roman backstage being like, oh, shit, you know. Um, what are your guys' predictions of this? Yeah, you cut to Roman backstage. Zoinks! 
I just like I you know I I I feel like this is going to be the big entrance where McAfee is going to dance so much to Boogs and there's be too gas to wrestle on Sunday. <laughs> He's going to like fall off the table or something. Um this I mean look man the Usos are as great at wrestling as they're bad at driving. And I feel <laughs> like they don't put on bad matches. Knock is still knock, like, you know, even phoned in. And Boogs is a fun character. I think that. I think he's more nah than knock, but still, you know. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like they'll put this, you know, in the middle of two important matches. This will be like a cool down match, but the Usos will keep the momentum up enough. Yep. Um, I think. Wait, but, oh, sorry. Go that's ahead. all right. I was going to say, uh, I, I made this point on the something of sports entertainment with podcasts, but what kind of annoyed me was the main event of Raw was, was the Usos against RK Bro, which was a far more entertaining tag match than we're really getting here at Mania. Uh, since Nakamura and Boogs are kind of thrown together, Boogs is super, it's a lot of fun. The audience really likes this guy. There's no harmony to them as a tag team. And I think they like this idea of the longevity of the Usos. And it's been too truncated of a story to really make it feel impactful for them losing the tag titles here. So I would imagine that they're going to keep it on the Usos and find somebody to, to have them, you know, work with over the summer. All right. Well, I didn't get to say anything. I, I think, yeah. I think, I think the Usos should have been in a much more important match. The Usos should be in a match against the tag team that is worthy of competing for the tag team titles. Unfortunately, I don't know if the company has a team like that. And so what you're getting, you know, because they are such a big part of the Roman story and there could be such a complimentary storyline along with it that could feel huge. And instead you don't because they can only focus on two people at once. Well, what's unfortunate is they had that team with the Viking Raiders and instead they did the weird thing in Saudi Arabia and then fed the Viking Raiders to Omos and a handicap match on Raw. So those guys are completely dead. My my guess or hope is maybe this is where they call up uh, MSK from NXT. Uh, and that this is your big thing, that that's where the Usos wind up getting uh, beaten by one of the NXT tag teams that you can bring in. Oh, that's I just, good. I just don't see Boogs and Nakamura being tag champs. Well, at least it's a fresh match that we haven't seen. I'm serious. Like we'll it'll be fun and a good entrance. Will be a good entrance. Lots uh, of good entrances. I am so excited for entrances. I am so ex- excited for the spectacle of it. Even the shitty stuff. Like you know how they sometimes don't do fireworks and they'll just have like a well they do it all the time. Just a weird shitty CGI thing and it looks terrible. I even like that. I just go oh this is awful. I love the tackiness of it too. How does how does that work live? Do they are they they're not seeing anything, right? That's only for the TV audience. You yeah, flash, no, they don't they have flash like lights goggles. the same way they did when we do lightning. There's no lightning in the arena. There's just a bright flash, and it's added on on screen. I got. Well, you. speaking of entrances, I, I guess we should talk about this now. Seth Rollins versus <coughs> Cody. Uh, it's it's got to be Cody because. They would not be. I mean, it would be so funny if it turns out to be Shane. Oh, but it, so. it, 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 it's. Um, I mean, I, I think that it's going to be a babyface Cody. Um, this seems. This is a huge babyface build for somebody. It'll be interesting to see if Vince introduces him. Can you can uh, you be a babyface when you have a heel neck? 
Scott, do you think that, <laughs> how do you think Cody's going to come out? All my promises. Yeah, I think he's going to have all of it. I think he's going to have that entrance. I think he's going to have the same gear we saw in AEW, something similar. Uh, I think he's going to be the American Nightmare baby face. He's going to come out. It is going to look cool as hell. He is going to have one of the coolest, most narcissistic entrances of all time. You're going to get a really great match. And I think Cody is going to turn heel by the end of it. And Seth is going to be face, which is insane, but it's going to happen. Robert. Seth Rollins somehow became my favorite wrestler, um, especially over the last 24 hours, tweeting out all the different people he may be facing, including Marco stunt. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love, I love this version of Seth Rollins so much. His, his uh, vignette on raw in Vince's office was a delight. Um, I, I love that people hope that it's going to be Shane. My hope is it'll be Cody and Shane will somehow cost Cody the match because the thing that's challenging here is it's Vince's pick. So can Cody be a babyface if he's Vince's pick when Vince aligns himself with heels like Austin Theory? So I kind of like the idea of Vince picking Cody just to fuck with him. And now Cody has like a chip on his shoulder and has a reason to go forward on Raw as the, the guy fighting for his family legacy. That's kind of an interesting story. Otherwise, it's just Cody shows up and beats Seth, which could happen, but seems a little less interesting. So I'm secretly hoping for the Shane McRunnin. It's going to be a great moment, though. We do agree on that, right? Oh, it'll be awesome. It'll be I will say this, too. If he botches one move, though, whoo, it's going to be so funny. I think people are going to shit on it. I mean, well, that's the thing, man. It's, it's all going to be downhill from the, the surprise. From the entrance, like, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Like, it, oh, wow, he was there and now he's here. And then it's just, oh, he's still here. I don't know. Man, well, wait, Mike, really, though, in this really match, though, wrestler. Seth Rollins Seth versus a... Cody could be unbelievable. I, I mean, I think I think Seth is at least twice the worker Cody is. I feel like, I mean, here's because here's the issue, right? Cody is a storyline driven dude. And this has no story. Like did, of course, not, it has a story. This has been a this has been who is Seth's opponent. I mean, you, yeah, but not you from Cody's it. angle. Cody, Cody's not. Yeah, but you may say you don't like the story, but it, it definitely has a story. But, but what know? I'm saying, Dan, is that he, yeah. But what is why is Cody like? Yes, Cody's showing up because Seth has an opponent. But what is his personal vendetta against Seth? Well, well, you find you find that out later on, you know. But I think this is just an acquisition. We have an acquisition, and this is a professional. Well, no, they're not. So yeah, that's tough. I think all Vince cares about here is being able to basically do the "I fucked your wife." That's all he wants. He wants to be able to put Cody out there, dresses the way he is in AEW, and be like, "Look, this is mine now." Anything that happens after it, he'll lose interest in in a few weeks' time, and and who cares? Cody will tell his story of why he came back which I believe is, has got to be about the family legacy. And, you know, he's doing what, uh, what his father never got the chance to do, which is shine at WrestleMania and to fulfill his, his broken how, legacy of the how past. Embarrassing. How, what, 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 what's, embarrassing. What's embarrassing? 
There's no way that Dusty Rhodes' fucking goal was main event WrestleMania. Like, if Cody thinks that, he's insane and needs to go to therapy. Scott, Dusty's goal was to main Dusty's, event every show ever, no. at all across all time. Dusty's goal was hope Vince died before him. Come on, nobody gives a fuck about these actual accolades. That's insane. Cody's like, I'm, I'm going to get a big check. It's going to be a cool moment. Hopefully, I, I can CM become Punk more famous. For because, years. because WWE is more popular. Hopefully, I can become more famous and be on other different shows. But, 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 that's but it. Scott. He just wants to be famous, and that's fine. But it is not. My father never got to main event wrestling. What is that? What psycho but, dog but, shit but, world is that that we live in? Cody, who only cares about thing. his dad's legacy. It's why he brought but in all those real. things. WrestleMania is not a real thing. Do you understand? Like, you think Dusty Rhodes gave a shit about WrestleMania, Robert? The payday? First of all, for Dusty's ego, See, if you, if you know payday. nothing about Dusty Rhodes... Okay, so Dusty Rhodes' dream was to main event WrestleMania. He gave a shit about that. Dusty Rhodes' dream was to main event in every company he was in because he had a massive ego. And all he cared about was being the top babyface and beating everybody. It's why the NWA ultimately circled the drain because that was how Dusty would book. So, yes, the idea of... I am here to do what my father didn't get a chance to do, what my brother didn't get a chance to do, is 100% Cody's ego trip here. And as a story that people are going to care what you about. Said. You said honor my father's legacy. Now it's fuck my father's legacy. No, it's I'm not fuck his father's legacy. It's, it's honor his like legacy it, and do what he needs to do. It's, it's Vince put my dad in polka dots, and now I'm here to restore the honor and, and all that other bullshit. That Absurd. will totally feed into him. Well, let me, let me say... I can't, I don't, I, I, I will agree with Robert on one thing. I don't think in any way Dusty's goal was to outlive Vince because if it was, he did a terrible job of executing it. Like, <laughs> I'll just go to Shoney's every day and eat as much as I want and then stop at the Golden Corral and that's how I'm going to beat the guy who works out five hours a day, baby. <laughs> I think, I think that... Yeah, I mean, the ego of all the roads is except Dustin is fucking insane. But I, I mean, I think I think that he will have a good match here and he will somehow, because he's Cody, give a promo at the post uh, Mania Raw and lose them by the end because he's that good at being Cody. <laughs> he's going to oh, announce know, he's, he's, he's created the Be A Star Championship and he's going to beat bullying. <laughs> He's gonna hand the mic to Brandy, and we're all gonna go. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it's it's gonna be must see when I, I think they're gonna open. They have to open with this, right? No, no. On, on Raw Monday, absolutely not. No, you open no, Raw. Oh, no, Mania. I thought you meant opening Raw with Cody's promo or something. No, no, no. They have to open. They have to open Mania with Seth Cody, right? I think that would be amazing. It's just really a matter of does the entrance look better at night or there's a there's up? a uh, the the dome on it. They'll have the roof. Oh, closed. there is. They're having the dome up the whole time. Yeah, no, I I would not because here here's the thing about surprises and expectation is that even if you get what you want, like sometimes you will be fulfilled and be happy. Like holy shit, CM Punk is here after seven years and I'm here to see it. That's amazing. I don't think that Cody is that level. Maybe I'm delusional. I don't think that you open on that because it's a gamble. You want to open like I would open with like 
Becky and Bianca or something surefire because that's what they often do now. Your your opening match is often your second or third biggest match. This is this is a risk in a way. Like I would not open with that risk. No, this uh, is I don't you know. keep, I think you this keep is this in your dunk, pocket. Dude. No, you keep this in your pocket when you're about an hour into the show as a this is coming up next and the crowd's going to start building energy to it. They're going to be excited for a surprise. And for once, this is a surprise that WWE isn't going to totally fuck up. Like it's going to be what you want it to be. And it's going to feel good at the same time. Mike, you're right. When they, when they open that show with the Hardys returning, it's kind of like, all right, you, you get a little deflated after holding that surprise for a little bit and making people sit through matches and they're going to enjoy the matches. And then you get the surprise works a lot better. Yeah. This should follow Boogs and knock versus the Usos or something like that's not that exciting. Well, speaking of something that's super exciting, Drew McIntyre <laughs> versus Baron Corbin. Uh, I mean, they they built this on Raw weirdly by having like Drew just kill Madcap Moss, which I guess they're building to a Madcap babyface turn. Um, I feel like he should come back as like a different twisted heel, like in Carrying Cross's gimmick. But wait, has he done Sad Cat Moss yet? Uh, no, he hasn't done Sad Cat Moss. Oh, so they'll do that because they did ha- they did a uh, whatever that Corbin was, right? Corbin. Yeah, they'll do Sad Cat Moss. That Sad Cat Moss um, is a guy who starts a podcast where he uh, does Patreon reviews of Raw and SmackDown. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> well, in my mind, the cap is half full because I'm looking forward to this one, guys. No, I, 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 I just, I, I, I think it's. This should just be Drew Claymoring the fuck out of him, right? I mean, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. No, but it, it should be. But I don't think it. You think it's gonna be? No. This is what I hope happens. I hope that Nick Khan accidentally fires Happy Corbin by accident. <laughs> and <laughs> Valentino Khan comes out to fight Drew McIntyre. Well, that's possible. The sword versus. Do we get a do we get a sword appearance? Well, uh, oh, Corbin yeah. stole the sword. Oh shit! Just... Oh wait, oh. they're going like early '90s Undertaker with this story. <laughs> yeah, so Drew's got to get his mom back. Um, and <laughs> in order to, so yeah, I think what you're gonna what's gonna happen is. Uh, Corbin's going to go for the sword and Wardlow, I mean, Madcap Moss is going to uh, pull it back and then Corbin will get Claymore like seven times. Why Why doesn't the sword talk? Like, how great would it be? You gotta get me back, Drew, so you can help me cut your haggis. They're saving that for Raw I think they should make it, I think it should be Drew's mom, but they should give it Jimmy Hart's voice and just never explain yeah, baby. it. <laughs> uh, Drew, I miss you. Wait, can they fly Drew's mom out? Like, could she be a part of this? She's dead. Oh, she's dead. Oh, geez. That's why they named it after her. That's why we made all those dead mom jokes last week, Scott. I don't think I did, did I? I don't think you did. No. I thought she was a living woman. Um, they may fly her in, though, still. Maybe they'll fly her in her... <laughs> Her casket. Uh, all right, fuck? next up. You have to next pull the sword our... from her casket. Yeah, pull the sword from her casket. Next up, we have the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Um, you know, I guess the rumor is they want to do Logan Paul and Miz eventually, which I don't fucking understand at all. You have two heels there that work better as heels. Um, I, I think I my money is on Logan 
Paul and Ms. Winning because it furthers the Mysterio's breakup, which has been going on for almost a year now. I mean, the slow build to a breakup, um, which would that would be actually a cool way to open Raw after WrestleMania. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I think Dominic is starting to look into real estate slash uh, barbershop in his basement. <laughs> and I think this is it for him, kind of. I think, you know, he, he's going to disappear in NXT for, for a little while, or, or at least he should. I think Ray is going to be dressed really cool. I think Dominic is going to think he's dressed really cool. And <laughs> it'll be funny to see that. I think The Miz is great. I think Logan Paul is a lot like The Miz, and I think they'll do a really good job. I have no problem with this. Yeah. I think Logan Paul like will throw money at people. I think there'll be like a moment like that, you know. Logan Bucks. Yeah, this is this is the Bad Bunny match, but with a guy half as talented as Bad Bunny, and no hope of building someone up like they try to do with. Well, David. I mean, I will say this: Logan Paul is a for real athlete, so I mean, they could get something decent out of him. Yeah, what if he Malenko's it, dude? What if he just goes Dean motherfucking Malenko with Mysterio? Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that Logan Paul is as good at wrestling as Miz is at being a reality star. Like, okay, <laughs> I think I, I mean I think this will be fun and like there will be more heat to this than half the show. But yeah, man, it it is so weird that Dominic like somehow is an active roster member, but still feels like an attraction. But not like a special attraction, just a guy that's like sometimes there. He doesn't, he still doesn't feel like a wrestler. I mean, it's like when you look at like Hook and you look at Dominic, they book Hook a lot better. <laughs> He's a lot like when the Bushwhackers had Jameson. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's what he feels like. I think, I, look, I, when I watched Raw on Monday, I, I was baffled uh, at the way that they booked this because the storyline going into it was at this point, Pretty good. They stole Rey Mysterio's mask. Logan Paul's wearing it. Uh, you want to see Miz get the shit beaten out of him because he's talking all this smack about Rey and Dominic Mysterio. And then they gave it to you all on Raw for free. Uh, they did Rey Mysterio Miz. Rey Mysterio stole back the mask from Logan Paul, beat Miz clean, and then Rey and Dominic beat the shit out of Miz after while Logan Paul ran away. So the only thing left to do is give you the 619 to Logan Paul if that's what they're going to do. Personally, I would love to see Dominic turn heel and align with The Miz because I think at least Miz's charisma can mask the fact that Dominic's a black hole. And at least if Dominic is dressed oh, like a douchebag. hole. I don't think he's a black hole. When I worked with him when he was like a kid, he had more charisma than he does now. Oh, uh, I, but I think God. if you dress him like a douchebag well, and you have you him stand next it. to Miz, uh, that there's more to that than there is to, to anything else. Uh, Mike's right. The crowd's going to care about this more than most because it's celebrities. And uh, I think that, uh, yeah, I think Miz and uh, and Logan Paul are going to win because I already saw Miz uh, lose and you had that moment. And this is stupid. Well, uh, this to headline the show, uh, there will it's the Kevin Owens show with guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. I I mean, I think we kind of know what's going to happen. Austin's going to look a lot better than we think he's going to look. They're going to have a sort of match. Um, you know, I, they didn't want to announce it was a match because, I, you know, just in case, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, part of me thought that Austin's coming back for a couple matches because Roman and Brock mentioned him. But I guess that was just because people were chanting what? 
I think this will be fun, man. I think, you know, it'll send the fans home happy. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I mean, I don't want to see Austin wrestle again, but there's something about Steve Austin on Peacock that just feels right. I don't know why that is. I just like it, and I want. <laughs> I to see agree. I, I I very much agree with that. Look, I I love that this is the closest you're going to get to Kevin Owens getting to properly main event WrestleMania. I don't think that he cares that it's not a match. I think he's genuinely really excited about this. He's an Austin fan. He's a wrestling fan in the way FTR wrestling fans, and this is a lot of fantasy camp for him. This is going to be a feel-good moment for the audience. You're going to get an Austin promo. You're going to get stunners. He's going to drink beer. The crowd's going to be really happy for it. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a home run segment all around. And they do these things well a lot of the times uh, at WrestleMania. Yes, you're technically sacrificing a top heel, yada yada, whatever. This is it's mania. It'll be fun. Um, I'm excited to see Steve Austin back. There was a, a great promo, a great video package on Raw. If you watch it on mute, because they used Ba with the Bob by Kid Rock. But it was fun seeing all these Steve Austin moments again and being like, fuck, he was a great character. And I'm excited to see that dude back on TV for, for what'll be a nice little uh, segment. Which Mike is something guy. we won't be saying about any of the current guys in 20 years. Mike and Scott, what are, what are your opinions on this? All right, so I I, I fantasy booked this. Um, Austin comes out and breaks Owen's neck with a pile driver and says, I've been owing that to an Owen for the last 25 years, you French-Canadian sumble bitch. <laughs> oh my then, since it's a stadium full of Texans excited to see him again, he turns heel and cuts a promo on the place he truly loves. Los Angeles, California. <laughs> he goes into a promo. He says, you talk about your Randy Newmans, your California loves, your La La Lands. But Austin 90210 says, I love L.A. more than anyone. And then he chugs double smoothies. <laughs> green juice, green juice. Yes. Yes. Trans 316 says they all have rights. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, that sounds like a, a new legislation in Ron DeSantis. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think that this will be fun. I, I have a few buddies who aren't wrestling fans that are, that are coming over, and I don't think this is a night I would have invited them on if this wasn't happening. This will be the oh shit, I know that guy, and he's beating up a guy who looks like me. <laughs> uh scott you're uh you're probably the biggest stone cold fan on this podcast uh what's your uh what's your opinion of this yeah i think this is gonna shock a lot of people i think it's gonna be something really special i think owens does love wrestling enough to really talk to steve and go hey look i we can figure this out and make it look awesome uh and in a in a and in a way that, like, I think we're going to see callbacks. Like, I, th I think we're going to see, we're going to go, oh, fuck. Like, I, I think we're going to be genuinely shocked. I mean, to end the night on it, it is not going to be stone cold flipping a guy off in a T-shirt and stunning him and grabbing beers. I think we're going to get something, uh, yeah, that most people aren't expecting. And I think it's going to be very special. And the only thing that's going to make it not special is that this is when they're going to use the word stupendous the most. <laughs> and to have Stone Cold there in this amazing moment as they're going, what a stupendous WrestleMania is just going to, it's going to make me jump. I'm going to finally jump and I'm not going to get to see night two. Scott, when you're, when you're talking about callbacks, I just imagine Owens 
doing like the the crimson mask like austin from 13 but it's just poutine gravy <laughs> well guys let's get to night two uh the match that was just announced this past monday lashley versus omos in a in a big haas match um i think it's going to be omos because they made lashley look credible i think it'll be more fun than people think it is especially because omos is huge and it's a big stadium and you know maybe i'm being too charitable here but uh what do you think robert way too charitable they cut bait on omos um right after he beat aj in that feud they've occasionally brought him back for random squashes just because i think they found out that lashley was going to be cleared in time for mania again raw on monday weird miscalculation they gave away like lashley comes out they square off you not only see lashley bump into omos and not be able to knock him down but eventually he knocks omos down and no one has done that so they gave you your big moment of somebody got Omos off his feet. So the only thing left is Lashley to beat Omos. Um, I pray that this is very, very short. Guys, anything to add here? Yeah, I think that Omos is going to tear his leg, uh, Sid Vicious style, and have his big WrestleMania moment that we'll be talking about for years. And he won't even sell that properly. I'm just, I mean, I'm glad that Lashley's back because it, right, it didn't feel like he was going to be in time for Mania with the injury and all that. So that's cool. I mean, the best that they could do with this is uh, Hogan Andre, like, have Lashley do some kind of really impressive, like, power slam with. Yeah, yeah but feet do of you, strength. But do you but, have Lashley go over here? Yes. Well, that's yes. the thing. So you you have him return from injury. So that's a he has to go over situation. But then you don't want to have Omos lose. So what do you do? I think, you you know, since Lashley was injured, you act like he gets re-injured in the first few minutes of the match and you replace him with like, uh, you know, you know, like the way Hogan came out with Bret Hart, that thing that I never saw. But, you know, I've seen highlights of Um it's that with that gate, this Stevenson guy, Gable Steve, what's his name? Gable Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. So your yeah, idea maybe is he'll to fight uh, Omos. No, nah, they're they're again, they've been hyping that Omos has been undefeated for a year. He can lose to Lashley here. You need Lashley because regardless of who wins the main event uh of Mania, Lashley's the most credible challenger you have for the world title. He's worth infinitely more than the big, clumsy, goofy looking Omos. Okay, you think he's going to get a match out of Omos, though? Like a match. He doesn't need to, man. I think it'll be just a Haas thing. It's, you know, I mean, we we did watch WrestleMania 3 right before this. This this isn't going to be Hogan Andre. It'll be Billy Jack Haynes Hercules. It'll just be two slabs of meat, and the slab of meat that tastes better will win. Yes, he's going to try to knock him down. It's not going to work. Try to knock him down. It's not going to work. Omos is going to do like the claw thing to his head where he's just squeezing it for a little bit. Lashley will break free, knock him down, lock in the hurt lock, and then Omos will tap. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if you spend that on a 44-year-old guy, but Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha and Naomi versus Rhea and Liv versus Natalia and Shayna. Um I don't really care about this match. I, I, I think Rhea and Liv are, are it, it'll be a nice moment for Liv when they, when they go over. 
Um, what, let, let's pick the, the, the two of these that will hopefully be on dynamite in six months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, this is crazy. Cause we always say that WWE has a better women's division than AEW, and they do, but somehow it's like, they got the, you know, like the couple title matches and then everything else is like, this is just like, here's everyone else on the roster. We threw together. Um, it, it, well, there's it, a lot of good workers here. I mean, oh yeah. You know Sasha and and Rhea and yeah and they Shayna. Just, they better not air this at nine twenty five if they don't want comparison. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the, um, the division is death. It's just an excuse to let someone go to Raw and SmackDown. So I think that the the people who have the most value to that is using Sasha and Naomi on Raw and SmackDown. So I could see them theoretically winning. Um, I don't think that you're going to saddle Rhea with another tag partner situation here. And I think they just get off on making Liv lose when she all she cares about is winning. Scott? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I think this will be RK Bro. Uh, you saved the Street Profits heel turn for TV. Um, you guys got any thoughts on this? I think this is going to be a blast. I think it's going to be really, really like a good match. The uh, triple threat tag they had where it wasn't Street Profits, but it was Owens and Rollins on Raw was spectacular. Uh, it was incredible. Stupendous, Robert. It was stupendous. stupendous. It was stupendous. Zach, can you cut that and then have him Yeah, that's right. Re-edit it. Let me, let me try that again. Yes. But uh, no, I think these guys are going to be awesome. Yeah, you are building to a Street Profit heel turn. And you want that to mean something down the road and Orton was on Pat McAfee uh, today and he was really, really great talking about how he phoned it in for years and he just kind of fell out of love with wrestling. And now he genuinely loves what he's doing and wants to put on the best stuff possible. And, and you've got a lot of, of toys to play with here. Gable's fantastic. Montez Ford's fantastic. It's going to be, it's going to probably be match of the show. Mm. Well, now we know how he feels about Otis and Dawkins. <laughs> uh, Otis, I mean, they've got a great finisher that uh, that Northern Lights, the Lariat into the well, not Northern Lights, Lariat into the German. It's really, yeah. really good. Is, is, Otis is, is R- good, and Dawkins is a very nice guy. Yeah, is RK is RK Bros gimmick just the two different types of marijuana users? <laughs> well, Coco beware too, but just for uh, medical reasons. Um, all right. Next up, we have Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I think it's going to be Austin Theory. I think it should be Austin Theory. I think this will be very good. Um, I, it'll be the best celebrity match for sure. What do you guys think? Not a celebrity. These are both full time guys on the. This is well, I know, but Pat McAfee's kind of a celebrity. I mean, he's a. Yeah, he's but he a works bigger... there. Yeah, but he's like he's like in both worlds you know i mean he's got a huge following he said superstar in sports entertainment he's had all the magic sucked out of him he <laughs> I, don't McAfee, he's good. I don't know if pat McAfee's a a, a celebrity if he's following wrestle roast on twitter um so Oof. you know but uh no yeah this will be austin theory will go over mcafee will gladly put him over the same way he put over adam cole um and it'll be an awesome match and pat McAfee's gonna make austin theory look uh, better than he is, so that's awesome. I, I mean, I think this will be good. I just, yeah, it's it's just hard for me to 
see a guy that sits next to Michael Cole every week as special. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it'll be fine. I mean, we all wish it was Vince. It's not Vince. It's Austin Theory. Hopefully Vince snaps out of his dementia right before fires Theory and goes out in Theory's outfit. I do uh, not wish it was Vince, man. I mean, that would be a brutal, brutal match. I, I wanted to be Vince. And the whole time he's looking into the camera and going, look at me, Hunter. I could still go. <laughs> yeah, it's just doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> this will be fine. But, yeah, I mean, McAfee's got to go over, I'm guessing. No, I don't know if – well, I, I think, you know, because the, the McAfee-Cole match is really, really good. Maybe, what, the best celebrity match ever? In yeah. Terms of, yeah, he's right. not a celebrity. <laughs> Adam Cole is a celebrity on this podcast. <laughs> he's a little famous. He's the most famous. He's the most famous person who follows us. Whew. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I think this match is going to be a lot of fun. And then I think at the end of the day, it's Austin Theory and his trunks suck. And he, you know, he he looks like he could be the coolest wrestler. And he's just like stuck in create a wrestler mode. Like he, we haven't unlocked his other clothing yet. And so he kind of sucks right now. Yeah. He's, he's still in his first year of my career mode. Yes. But, but okay. Here's the thing. Vince didn't go on Pat McAfee's show because Pat McAfee is a celebrity. He went because he has control of him and he is a WWE employee. So I will, I will just say this just for all, all... Pat McAfee is a celebrity outside of the WWE. When I when I was I was at a, a conference last week and I was talking to people and Pat McAfee came up in conversation at no point in time because he's a WWE guy because his radio show and his YouTube show is massive. He is one of the most uh, important voices in sports right now. So from that perspective, he's a huge celebrity. He's he's bigger than like Jim Rome. He's up there with Colin Coward. Like he is a guy that has a massive audience and. Barstool has a massive presence, good, bad, or indifferent. So from that end, he's a celebrity to all these people who don't watch SmackDown and see him get, you know, really, really excited for a Ridge Holland match. Yeah, you know how people last year were like, Bad Bunny's not famous. And it's like, no, you just don't understand that culture. It's like but, he's but like Bad, Bad Bunny, Bunny isn't calling Nia Jax facts. matches every week. <laughs> not, not, Bad Bunny wasn't dancing to Rick Boogs' theme song. Mm. First of all, it's wonder, Nakamura's theme song that Rick Boogs plays on a guitar. Sorry. Sorry. How dare you? I wonder what Pat McAfee comes out to. Um, all right, next up we have... Uh, Real American. We have our uh, biggest celebrity match of the weekend. Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy Zayn. Probably the best build. Um, Absolute best build. One of my favorite. One of my favorite things in wrestling in the last few years. I think it's awesome. And the match is going to be awesome too. Oh, it's going no, to be no, there's no DQ. They're going to have Ricochet out there. They're going to throw a bunch of wacky stuff. Like Sami Zayn's going to get hit with a t-shirt cannon or who this knows what. Going, dude, uh, chef's kiss. We man, come on. Let's do this, boys. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if the match is going to be as good as that, but it it's it'll definitely have a WrestleMania moment in it. Give me um, a shopping cart. Give me a shopping cart. Yeah, this will be this will be fun. I mean, this is a match where placement really is important because this could go south, I think, if it, if, if, it, if it follows something lackluster and it just continues that trend. But I think that 
if you if you follow something like like an RK Bro match in this follows, then I think that helps. It needs momentum, I think, because yeah, the build's been great, but the bell's still gonna ring, and it's gotta be something. Yeah, I, I would I would distance this from McAfee and I, I think yeah, I think the real fear is that uh, Bam Margera hops, you know, hop. <laughs> He ends, doesn't it? Yeah, Tim Margera's got a ticket to the show. That's my fear. Oh man, I would lose my shit if Enzo was the uh, with Seth Rollins as his opponent. Uh, um, I also think this is where you're going to shoehorn a lot of legends, whoever is camera ready, and they can put out there uh, to have them go out and and be a part of this. Since Knoxville is a an old school wrestling fan, I think if you can get a Jim Duggan with a two by four to hit him or something like that. Oh, you're gonna... brother, you can't get Jim Duggan with a two by four. I think those guys are gone, man. He's no, still alive. Is around. He, he just recovered from some procedure, yeah. but he can he, stand he's there walk and walk out and hold a two by four. Fine. No, you put him, you have him sit in ringside or something and they can be involved. Guys, to, the two by four would have to be propping him up. Guys, we know anytime we say, oh, there's going to be all these legends. Steve-O's going to get his dick hit, and then Ron Simmons is going to say, damn. That's what happens. Yeah, you know it's, an, it's a happen. new generation of legends, by the way. It's like, you know, it's like, stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. And you <laughs> go, oh, great. Uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, uh, the Hall of Fame is led by Queen Charmel and some nobodies. The, uh, the be macho, Pete Williams. The macho steamboat spot, the... Um, the Shawn Michaels taker spot. You're uh, already cursing it by saying this. I know, I know. I made a bad mistake there. But Edge the, versus the uh, Nakamura AJ Styles spot. Yeah. Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, I think this will be fun. I think it's going to be AJ from the story they're telling. Uh, what do you guys think? I think if it goes be- under 30 minutes. It'll be great. If Edge doesn't have an editor, this is going to be grim death, and it's going to go way too long. So. Keep it to 18 minutes. Let him let it be spirited. And uh yeah, let AJ uh let AJ win. I feel like like whatever this match is, like really like hardcore WWE fans are gonna be like, this is better than anything on AEW. And then we watch it and it's just gonna be like a shot for shot remake of Andrade and Darby from Wednesday. <laughs> it's just gonna be That's any really like good match on dynamite like it's gonna be fine i i feel yeah you're absolutely right robert about the time if they keep it to like 20 or something it's because the thing is these like they've a lot of classics recently have not been classics because they're so focused on being classics it's like let us say that you know what i mean like and and Mm -hmm. if they think overthink about it being so good it's not gonna be because it's not for like they're gonna call week, it the greatest match of all time or something <laughs> for, for every aj cena at the rumble we got aj brian at the rumble which how the fuck that happened i don't know but it happened so they just gotta i feel like they gotta plan enough but be able to riff i mean these are two pros pros but this can still fall flat if they don't handle it well well i, I can't wait for it uh, I think uh, main... uh, I, I, I think AJ is one of the greatest in-ring workers ever, and I don't think he's shown any of it in WWE. Wow! And Not he's been there for the a long matches? time now. What's a what? On, the, the what's a cla- dude, what's a the classic Cena? AJ Styles match? 
seen it in st- they're classics seen they're classics yes, yes. They're nuts dude you just like lie all the time and shit that's crazy that, or, it, they're classics the, the match with him at SummerSlam <laughs> is fantastic Scott, there this, is, this isn't this isn't dynamite or dud. You can still be a normal person for a couple more minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not do that because I always criticize dynamite. You guys are just weird and you like to put people in corners and judge them because otherwise, you know, how could you how could you like live a normal life? You know, mainly new Japan corners, yes, and strictly, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think it's gonna. Be, I, I think he's had some great matches. I also think he got a great match out of Shane. I mean, it's not like the best AJ match ever, but okay. I think you've proven my point. You went to Shane is your second favorite AJ match that you can. Recall. All right. Well, what about the Roman match right after? Listen, I said he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and I think this is a moment to finally show it in WWE because he deserves it because he's better than everybody that's wrestling this weekend on WrestleMania. But he has yet to prove it in WWE. I. I actually think one of his best matches, and go ahead, lay it on me. Him and Taker is fucking fun. He gave Taker a great send off. It was exactly what it needed to be for the moment it was. And I don't think a lot of people would have been as good in that role as he was. There. Man. I, I mean, I think he's done some great stuff at WWE. I, I do. I mean, I, I think it's different. It's different than the stuff he did in, in Japan and at TNA. But I think it's still great. Um, Brock versus Roman. Really excited for this match. It's been a really good build. It's got to be Roman. It shouldn't be Brock. I really hope it's not Brock. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win? Like in, in the way that they have like the Rumble and the Jungle and the Thriller in Manila, this should be called the trilogy that shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't feel like the third of anything. Like. I think the match itself will be decent. That classic Roman style, you know, like uh, this is the one long match Brock will do this year and it'll be okay. But the thing that sucks about this match is that it sucks when no matter who wins, it feels like the company is in the same direction. And that's a bummer for a match that feels like, it's the centerpiece of the weekend. It doesn't feel like anything is going to change because of it. I think it'll be okay on its own. I, I'm more excited about Austin and Owens because I think Owen more from that than either of these guys will get from this. Hmm. I, I think the that. one good thing about it is that, you know, because it, it's a trilogy. It's Well, they've had more matches than three, right? But well, I mean, it's a WrestleMania trilogy. The first match at 31, I thought was great. The 34 sucked. And and, oh, and unlike good. Rock and Austin, all of theirs have main evented. <laughs> That's fucking sad. Yeah, I guess the good thing about it, though, is is I don't remember any of them at all, at all. And so this feels like the first time. And they did a good job this time around. And so, like, my compliment is I haven't been paying attention. So this is good. I think you don't the, Rock the 31 is match the that's what Seth, what Seth cashed in. The first Seth cashed in. Oh, yeah. Seth's moment was cool. Yeah. So here, here's the thing this is, for all intents and purposes, the first time Brock Lesnar has faced Roman Reigns because this is the first time Roman Reigns is facing Brock Lesnar where he's cast properly. Where he, the matches he's been putting on since he's come back and won the title have been spectacular i'm using the word again fuck you scott uh they've been they've been incredible matches whereas a lot of the stuff he did before 
was hit and miss and the crowd wasn't into it. The crowd is super into what Roman Reigns is doing. Brock Lesnar right now is fun in a way he's never been fun before. His promos, the way that he's working, he's having a good time. It's going to be a, a, a really fun match, and it's going to be the first time that it's heel Roman Reigns cast as the heel versus babyface Brock Lesnar cast as the babyface, and the audience is going to take that ride. You know, we talk about it when, for the Patreon, we talk about WrestleMania three and the crowd responding the way they're supposed to. This is a match where they're going to be electric for it, but they're going to be cheering for Brock, they're going to be booing for Roman. There's going to be people who are going to be going nuts for Roman, and it's fine. They're not going to be sitting on their hands for this. They're going to be engaged in what's going on and not in an ironic way. And I think that that's going to make this way more fun than it would have been otherwise. And yeah, I think Roman will wind up winning because whoever winds up beating him, there's value in that. And I don't think they figured out who that is yet. And I don't think Brock wants to work Raw and SmackDown. This is a way to backdoor getting Roman Reigns on to Monday Night Raw and to SmackDown to make USA and Fox happy. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. I, I heard they're going to bleed too. I heard that's, you know, WWE, nobody bleeds. I heard they're bleeding. It's, it's, it's cool. also, you know what, you know what the true saving grace of this match is that there's two nights because I don't think that this is, would still be over enough to get massive pops on a, on a five or six hour mania. But maybe nothing is, but I don't think this would. I, I don't think anything is. Uh, so I, I agree with that. Um, all right. Well, folks, we're going to, we had a lot of stuff planned for the show, but we are going long. So but we, let's get to the things we have to talk about. One of them is have uh, we ha- have, to, have to talk about. Uh, one of the things uh, was Triple H's retirement, premium current events. I kind of just let the cat out of the bag. Uh, Rob. <laughs> There's actually something funny. I, uh, I, I, when I announced I was going to Starcast, I said, "Cats out of the bag," and then Scott comment commented, "Somebody put the cat back into the bag." <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. All right, premium current events: the Triple H retirement, um, you know, and the rye buttle, I guess. Um, were you guys shocked about this, or? I mean, we talked about this on the Patreon, and I only say that. I mean, some people that listen to this don't listen to that, but yeah, it sucks. It's sad. Um, now, Triple H is retired. That was my response to the Ryback rebuttal. No, I mean, Ryback is just a fucking turd. Yeah, um, I, I said this about Ryback. It's it's pretty amazing to not be a child rapist or murderer and still be the most hated wrestler. You know? Yeah, man. Like, I mean... Pretty pretty that was phenomenal. the thing. Like our our bright sides on Snuka and Teddy Hart were nicer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and longer <laughs> than Ryback. I mean, the dude, yeah, it just stinks. And you know, yeah, maybe if you didn't have a great interaction with Triple Eight, like now's not the time. It it sucks, man. I don't think anybody loves wrestling more than Paul Levesque, and uh, it sucks that he doesn't get to do it anymore. And hopefully Cody will take his uh, legacy of long matches and even longer entrances. Um, Anything to add, Mr. Karplos or Mr. Chaplin? Yeah, I think it wasn't a surprise that he was retiring given the health issues that he encountered. And his Stephen A. Smith interview was really compelling and he came across uh, great and human talking about his kids, talking about what he was going through. Uh, It's not like he was going to have 
a lot more matches. I know they were talking about he may be involved and he was going to be involved in WrestleMania. It was really going to be he was going to do one-offs for Mania, one-offs for Saudi Arabia. And, and quite frankly, those all have diminished returns outside of a, a cool entrance. Um, I think the... The, the nice thing is it, it was picked up for the WrestleMania news cycle. So it got a lot of eyeballs on the product. Uh, everybody with the exception of one ass clown has it, been it, very it has respectful. been an afterthought though, in WWE programming. I mean, they really well, haven't, it, it has cause it's sad and they don't like to kind of get into sad. Like, and they're on the, the, and they're, pro, they're in super promo mode for their biggest show of the year. Right. Yeah. But it, but you're still, you're getting him elsewhere for mainstream coverage, which is something that they like at a point in time where he's not really super on the in with everything going on with them. Um, it, it's, it's cool. And how many people are kind of looking back on it now and they're acknowledging how great Hunter was, as opposed to a lot of the hate that existed for a certain window of time. Um, the, the, the wrestlers, the community in general, it's been really positive to see. And uh, it, it's nice that if he was going to, to have to retire, you know, this is how he got to do it. And uh, it's been handled, I think really well across the board. Scott, what were your thoughts on the retirement? No, I think it's a shame. I think he's one of the greatest ever. I think out of my time watching wrestling, he feels like the guy that's consumed most of that time. I, I could even be wrong about that, but it feels that way. And I always liked him. I feel like he's the guy who, you know, people knew of him in the Attitude Era and they liked him, you know. But then when everybody stopped watching and they would randomly tune in, he was the guy who was on TV. And I think people liked that and they recognized him as that, as, as this, this leftover from the Attitude Era that, uh, that had name value. I mean, how many people after Triple H have name value? There's like 10 guys. It's kind of John crazy. Cena and Batista. Yeah, John Cena, Batista. That's it. Or I would Two say of the biggest Orton, names like, of all time. But yeah, I would say Punk. I would say well, Yeah, but I'm, Punk. I mean, I, I said not even 10. I'm saying it's, a, it's wild. Yeah, there's like none. What about the two guys that are main eventing for the third time? Uh, well, well Lesnar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's uh, sad. I've been watching this stuff on SmackDown. He was so good then, uh, as far as like in ring. So it's crazy to. I mean, see it's it, yeah, it's ironic considering I've always watched his matches half-hearted. <laughs> oh come on, Jesus! All right, let's get to Dynamite or Dud Hour One. Max Caster versus CM Punk. CM That's Punk what you promo. get for being best friends with the Heartbreak Kid, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness, Max Caster versus CM Punk. Uh, CM, Thank you, Scott. CM, Thank you. CM Punk promo, FTR and MJF promo, Moxley versus Jay Lethal, a Marina Shafir package, uh, FTR versus Gun Club, Jericho Appreciation Society promo, and an Eddie Kingston beatdown, and a Jade Cargo promo. A lot of fun stuff in this hour. Uh, the thing that I loved the most was was Wardlow. I mean, I'm sorry, it was MJF saying to FTR that Wardlow used to talk a lot of shit about you guys. It was like <laughs> such a fun little wormy add-on for a heel. Uh, what do you think about this first hour, guys? Yeah, man. Uh, the caster rap, you know, we knew there was going to be a Will Smith thing. It was it was decent. I, I thought the Z-Pack line was really funny. I actually, I liked that they showed Punk laughing. I thought that, like, made it more fun. Um and uh, the lethal Moxley thing, I mean, it was a little disjointed in terms of, like, you still have um, 
Brian continuing the story with Yuta and 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 I and I love that. The Moxley Lethal thing just seemed like a match to have a match. Why am I wrong, Scott? Well, no, you're allowed to just have wrestling matches. There's rankings, so guys are trying to rank higher through matches. That's why you have matches. Yeah, and then and it's like, can you mic like what kind of weird condescending shit is that? Continue. Yeah, but they usually <laughs> wrestle because of a story. But anyways, so uh, it's a story-driven product. But anyways, no, I, I know, and there was like plenty of that, right? Even within well, this the, match, they've right? been telling a story, story with Jay Lethal. Yeah, of course. No, I know. Yeah, the story is that he might win on dark. Um, <laughs> anywhere else. I, I do think the match should have been long. I wish it was longer, you know, because I think these guys can really go. But yeah, it was interesting. So even Tony says, well, Punk is 14 and one. And I know that's the whole time, but this, but, but for the year, he is like six and one and he's doing the waste motion. He's still not in the top five. He's not in the ranking system. No so jam. technically, he should not be uh, challenging based on their own rankings. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. You don't think he should be or he should be? No, I agree with you. If, if he's not ranked in top five, he should not be challenging. I mean, he's saying he's challenging. Then it, I mean, it's, it is not confirmed yet. But, yeah, I would hope that he would beat these top five guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he should totally. I mean, I do think that him and Paige is a great double or nothing main event. Um, definitely definitely yeah so that and no, do you have punk win uh, maybe which kind of is a bummer but cool but the fact that we don't know makes it exciting and i don't feel that was the case sure. with cole but i i mean yeah i thought that this hour was good i thought this overall this show was good and i thought it was more focused and driven than 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 last week robert what do you think of this first hour uh, it was a very strong first hour. I enjoyed it. I like the fact that you're doing these punk matches with different guys for him to build up his his rankings because I haven't said it all along. They need to make the title the central focus. So the fact that the thing that punk is the most focused on is I want to be champion uh, works. I enjoyed the MJF FTR stuff. That was a lot of fun. The lethal moxie match. There was a moment when lethal comes out the way that Justin Roberts says that he's from Elizabeth is just absolutely fantastic that's a that's great uh yeah lethal's fine is just the guy to have there to beat um the marina shafir video package threw me because i was like i didn't realize she was even in the company uh and then they're like you know we have a marina shafir problem like why are they hyping up marina shafir that feels kind of odd uh ftr gun club was actually well, really... doing that for uh for the i know i'm, I know, I'm getting i'm yeah. getting to that moment but it was just it threw me at the moment and wait um, your turn my goodness you aew defender yeah Jesus dan how Christ, dare you it's interrupt. crazy what's wrong with you calm down boo. what the fuck boo dan boo um, i don't trust anyone's interruptions unless they're eating <laughs> yes. madness uh ftr gun club was Really, I enjoyed the hell out of that match. That was a lot of fun. The crowd was super into it. They made it great. FTR, I think, is is doing some really fun work. The Wardlow stuff in it with Max was was good as well. The Jericho Appreciation Society, I will give him credit. He, I popped when he said that they were a revolutionary force in sports entertainment because that was the old signature for WWF. So that level of trolling is great. They gave way too much away. Uh, this could have been three weeks worth of segments in one moment. It was they're teasing the peak and they only established that a week ago. You still could have got another week out of that before having them peak. And then, oh, no, here are the other guys. So then you had the brawl in the back. Then they brawl to the ring. And then you still see the Jericho Appreciation Society get their heat back at the end. It was three. It was three weeks worth of TV at once. And I think AEW has good storylines. They just rush to tell them sometimes. And that's unfortunate. 
And then Sterling and Jade, when they're like, oh, we're going to make fun of Leva Bates, who's on your roster, uh, and belittle them, like, oh, but you're going to face Marina Shafir, who we don't know who she is unless you've watched AEW Dark Elevation or NXT. Didn't well, she's really on the roster like R Truth, right? I mean, she's like, no, but she's not character. even like R Truth's been on television. Jim Ross kept saying, oh, it's Marina Shafir's debut. Oh, I mean, I mean, she she's competed before. She hasn't been on TV ever. If they would have put her on for the last two or three weeks, and you're like, oh, she's a killer. And now she's who Jade's facing. The crowd would be like, oh, shit. Instead, it's a very small portion of the crowd that gets the storyline when this could have been a much more impactful moment if this is where you were going. Yeah, I had no idea she was in the company. You know what? You know what my favorite moment of, of the hour was? And, and, and you couldn't have planned it. And it's why Dax is so good when FTR and MJF are in the ring and the, the crowd start chanting FTR and Dax's eyes open up like, oh, wow, they love us, and I like this. And then he, like, had to snap out of it. I was like, damn, this boy's good. This yeah, he's rule. really good. Yeah. This is, what do you think of the rest one, of the hour, Scott? I was going to say one, one. I just wanted to say one other thing is that how, why does Atlas security, the actual security that they often use, look so much more menacing than the guys they hired to pretend to be security guards? Because <laughs> they don't wellness policy test. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Scott, what do you think of the rest of this hour? Wait, so now we're on the second hour. No, no, no we're on the first hour. Oh, yeah, no, I thought it was great. I, I thought the Wardlow thing, MJF flipping out as he came out, and him not getting to him. Like, actually, the security did finally stop him, and MJF still talking shit. It just felt, uh, it felt real. It felt, it felt like you know the type of wrestling that MJF loves, which is really, really good wrestling. And what what else happened this hour? I I, I liked everything. The, the the Jericho that 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 match wasn't uh, now was that was that the first hour? Yeah, it wasn't a match. It was that segment? Yeah. Oh, when they brawled. Oh yeah, and they brawled out into the. Yeah, man. My issue with this Jericho group is if you're gonna be the sports entertainment group, it has to be like more defined to me. Uh, just. I don't know, like show it more in your speech or your wrestling. It just feels like they're anybody else. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, they're funny, but I, it's like, what's the difference between you guys and saying you're sports entertainment and like five other groups who act silly, you know? I just, I, I think that I, I actually, I think 2.0 is kind of funny as like, the goofy backup guys, but I think that Danny Garcia does not have enough charisma to, to be. I thought ironic. he was good in that segment, but I, I, I don't believe it. I don't uh, believe it. Well, but that's the point, right? The point is he's going to break out of that eventually, but he's just not entertaining on camera when he talks. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. He just looks, he just feels uncomfortable and stiff. So I will say JR was right. Uh, Hager looks amazing getting in shape for his MMA fight. Like, if Vince could get his hands on that guy now, holy shit. Uh, then the bell rings, unfortunately. But hour two, we have Brian Danison versus Wheeler, Utah, a super elite segment with Adam Cole and, uh, uh, God, what are those guys called? What are they, they called again? Red Dragon. Uh, Red Dragon. Um, Thunder Rosa promo, FDR promo backstage. Uh, the Bunny versus Tony Storm and an Owen, uh, a debuting Tony Storm and an Owen Hart foundation tournament match nyla rose promo and our main event was darby allen versus andrade scott what do you think of the second hour i loved the second hour too i thought it was one of the better second hours of the last few months 
I think, dude, Adam Page coming out in a Tesla, I get it. It's like, oh, you're, you know, you're millennial and you're not using gas and that's good. You're, you're that type of uh, champion. You know, you're, you're like, uh, you're, you're aware of, you know, things going on in the world or whatever. But when everybody in the country is like paying high gas prices and shit sucks, it's like, don't drive out in a super sweet fucking car, you know, like. It, it looked like Nancy Pelosi trying to connect to middle America. Yeah, it's odd because he's so good at even on Twitter. He's so good at connecting to like the right point. He is always right. Yeah. And I thought this was I thought that was a bond. Don't come out in a Tesla. I don't know. I like Tesla's, but I don't know anybody who has a Tesla. It, do, it doesn't it doesn't feel like cowboy shit. And he no, I, he had it like a month ago. Too, like, no, he had. Like right after he won the title, I remember he had the Tesla for a second. I, I just, uh, I don't get it. But no, I did like this hour and Darby Andrade, man, that shit was great. I don't like the Hardys, but it was all cool. It's all cool. like, man, you you see the whole layout of the show, and it was just like this was such a great pro wrestling show to me. I think there were so many great pro wrestling matches. The Wheeler Yuta match was unreal. William Regal on commentary is one of the coolest things. It, the requirements for the Blackpool Combat Club, it's just hilarious. It's just like, yeah, you just got to disrespect somebody, <laughs> just spit in their face or slap them in the oh, face. Oh, I know, I know. You have to have an anger issue. They should, yeah, there should be like the next guy who qualifies should just like put like put his dick in catering and the potato salad. <laughs> yeah, like, you're part of it now. You're um, the type of lawless we need. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little weird, but... Uh, yeah, I, I thought the second hour was good too. Uh, O'Reilly struggled a little bit in that segment. I oh thought. man, Ooh. wait, what, what? What the fuck was that? What happened? I don't was know. Was that intentional was, or like did was, he just give up on the bit and curl up uh, in a ball? It, it reminded me of like they they tried this character at the end of NXT, like yes. cool cool Kyle O'Reilly, which was like death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, turns they, out it's they, just Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, they also yeah. tried this character as the brother, and there's something about Mary. <laughs> it was rough man i mean he probably shouldn't he shouldn't talk a lot uh he just come out with a baseball and talk about how he likes baseball Dude, he literally he had like was, a brain fart it was like and really, sat down it was horrible, i mean when man. i when i saw when i saw that when i saw his promo and i knew mike was going to be reviewing it i i personally felt bad for him mike what did you think of the second hour <laughs> look as 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 a fellow member of the the uh, autism spectrum community, <laughs> I I thought that this was I mean this was bad like the whole thing I mean I I agree with you Scott about the 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 tes- like whether it's a, a horse or uh, the Dark Order or a Tesla nothing Adam Page comes out with works. <laughs> Just, I mean this is the like it's like oh what did another lame duck champion have oh yeah horns on his car. Like he literally is the JBL of this promotion, just the face version. Well, he's nothing like JBL. No, 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 no. I know what you're trying to say, but his matches are so damn good. No, his matches are good, but J even even when JBL was champion, his matches never felt like the main event. And I just feel like they've really dropped the ball. I, I think punk is the solution. Are they? I mean, he said that. It, is it is it guaranteed for sure? Page versus Cole next week. I don't know. I think I think that was a fuck up because they yeah because right already, he did yeah. say that right. Yeah, like whoever that, wins right. between that, it's me. Like they just need to get get away from this man. This is just 
awful. Um, I love the Andrade uh, Darby shit. Like, yeah, it's like Darby wrestles like a small guy should. Take notes, Cole. And um, I mean, no, I don't think you should tell anybody to wrestle like Darby Allen. That's not fair. I mean, that's he true. Just, he dies in yeah, this there, match. There, there, there aren't enough pain pills for two. <laughs> but but I I will I will I will say the other thing is, man. You know, I I'm the one who says the 925 live thing the most. But really, if you're gonna debut a big star in your women's division, do not put her in the same time slot that you put everyone else in, and do not put her against the bunny. I, I she was I, I mean she just I don't know, man. I mean she looks great, but like she she like isn't as musk. You know, like I I, I don't know. I just didn't think like bunny could compete with her but uh, no you know, and i just think th- tony should have beat her much quicker That's i it. just well yeah. i just think that they should have presented her differently like if you really believe that this is a big acquisition lead the hour with it something you know like it just felt like another yeah name. turn the lights off for a second get like a <laughs> no really something you are yeah, right it just it just feels like they picked two names out of a fucking hat and put it in the same format sheet every week. And this just didn't help her. I didn't think, I, I mean, I think she can be a, a massive, you know, talent for them and, and should be, but, and, and, and Lord knows they, they need bigger stars. I mean, I, it, it's crazy to me that you didn't have Tony versus Brit before having Rosa win because Brit really needed more babyface challengers, but I mean, it was fine. And this, I, I thought that as a whole show, this felt more connected than a lot of the previous episodes where it was more consistent and it was more entertaining because of that. Yeah. Um, Danielson Yuta was, was my bright spot of the week by far. Um, I, I, I'm insanely proud of Yuta of what he did. Um, I, I was always a champion for this guy and uh, he showed exactly what that potential was. He has an understanding of being an in-ring performer with some of these guys in a way that at 25 years old, you really shouldn't have. And he has that steamboat quality of a guy that the crowd wants to get behind and they don't want to see him lose. And he takes an ass kicking well, and that audience was super in him. And this is why I love that Danielson and Regal and Moxley are doing what they're doing. I was excited about it before, and it's going to pay huge dividends because this crowd was chanting for Yuta like he was a top star. Uh, the Undisputed Era thing was, I, I hate to harp on it because I know it's Mike's bit, but Cole with that belt looked so fucking tiny. They need to not do that. Don't put it, you can put it around his waist, something. Don't have it around his shoulder. It, it looked uncomfortably bad. Uh, hangman with the Tesla with the bull those horns those horns I used to have to make sure we had them every week at TV for JBL was meant to be heat that it was you take these horns and you put them on a limo oh boo this guy is a piece of shit and now as he's putting it on a Tesla it's a heel move uh, everything they do with Adam with the hangman page makes him like, like he could bring out his baby and they're going to figure out a way to make the baby a heel uh, you're, it's you're like right. what there's they also something Cody. funny of like hey look how conscious I am I have a Tesla and then it's like I ripped these horns off of the skull of a bull. You, you, but you know, he's like, I ripped, I ripped a horn each off of two separate bulls. <laughs> yes, but they were mean bulls. They were racist, so it's okay. Um, and it's also weird because they were like, oh, Hangman and Jurassic Express aren't here. But then Hangman was just sitting in a car idling back in the arena, and then Jurassic Express were there in gear. Yeah. 
which was kind of weird. Uh, Thunder Rosa, she tries with those promos. She's got heart. They just need to make them shorter and make it easier for her. Tony Storm, WWE really dropped the ball on her. She is a star. Bunny is very much not. Um, and the problem with these matches, Scott, is you're like, I should have been shorter. Tony Khan had this whole thing about the Owen tournament. They're all going to be great matches. So he wants everything to feel like they're important matches when it should have been Tony Storm beating somebody quickly. Uh, and then the main event, Darby and Andrade. I don't care about anything involving the Hardy family office. Now the Andrade family office, it feels like you get sucked into a storyline with them and you're just wasting time until you're done. And the match was very good, but yeah, the post-match stuff with the Hardys and, you know, private party, I don't need to see it anymore. And then it's weird. You get, you only have two hours of TV, no house of black uh, representation, no Sammy representation with the, the TNT title or any of that. Just, they all just kind of vanish for, for a week or two at a time. That's just uh, no key stuff. You Rampage, everybody you mentioned. Yeah, I know you tune into involved. Rampage, but it's just yeah. it's just weird when there's pe- most people, based on the ratings, just watch Dynamite. So people just sort of disappear. It's not like Raw and SmackDown. Uh, but the, overall, the- very, very solid show. There was nothing outside of that Nyla Rose promo. She's not very good. Oh, I thought that was a great wrestling. promo. And I don't and, like Nyla Rose. And no, and no, I think Dan said it. Like she was just, she was doing like I mean, a, a Steve Austin. Her quoting Austin was a little yeah. rough. It was weird. It didn't, it didn't really connect all that much. Um, but overall, very good show. Great go home show for WrestleMania. <laughs> did you, did you, did anyone else find it sad when Power Hobbs said, Rampage is my show? Like, like it felt like an admission of defeat. <laughs> it reminded me when they did a bit where like Stevie Richards claimed Sunday Night Heat was his show. And you're like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Well, that's uh, Dynamite or Dud. A lot of dynamite. So let's get to high spot, low spot. Uh, Scott, what are your high spot, low spot of the uh, of the of the e- evening, sir? Who high spot? High spot is uh, um, Zach Saber Jr. won the uh, the New the Japan, New Japan Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah, in in a great match against Naito. It was so damn fun to watch, and it felt like that that entire show, the final show, felt like New Japan was back. And I know it's not, but in that moment, it felt like they were building storylines that I'm going to be paying attention to, even though I'm not. Uh, it just was nice. It was really, really cool. Low spot. Whoo. Oh, okay. So I tuned into raw, right? Well, I didn't see all of raw, but like, I think That's at, a low ni- spot. at nine o'clock, I tuned into raw. Right. And Owens cut a promo and it sold me on the Austin match. Right. I was like, damn, he did it. Right. And I don't think this week Owens promo got enough credit. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was unbelievable. And then right after that, they do Austin theory First, the Intercontinental Champion, Ricochet, uh, yep. or see the U.S. Champion. Okay, he is the Intercontinental Champion, dude. So since Austin Theory has a match against Pat McAfee, a, a commentator, he has to beat the Intercontinental Champion in a quick match, and I thought that was just so fucking stupid. It was, you know, it's one of those things where like you go like, oh, okay, uh, AEW makes some some clumsy choices sometimes. This is like a giant hole where you go like, you know, we could pick anybody else besides Ricochet. It's a, it's an error that almost makes the entire show crumble. Yep. And it was stupid. 
It was yeah. really ass, bad. Ass, ass. It, it made no sense. You buried that guy. You also didn't even have Finn Balor or Damian Priest on Raw at all. So great casting across the board. Yeah, no good. Robert, what was your high spot list about this week? Uh, my high spot, one of them was the Utah match because it was awesome. My other one is uh, today uh, Dan Bynum is being inducted into the Southern Wrestling Hall of Fame. He is a great uh, director. He's the guy who directed the uh, Bad Street USA music video. He was no, integral for world-class championship wrestling and ring and, and the founding of Ring of Honor. Uh, I worked with him in MLW. He's an awesome dude. My low spot of the week, um, it, it's becoming a weird recurring theme here. Uh, somebody went on a crazed anti-Semitic rant on uh, Max's, on MJF's uh, pictures online. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that, by the way. Yeah, I, I thought it was you. Well, the spelling yeah. kind of gave it away, but I, I will give Max credit. Well, well Dan, Dan doesn't have enough money to throw quarters. Yes, but, but so between the, the, the Jesus chants and the booing him with the reference in Atlanta and then this, though he did turn it around by posting screenshots of it and then saying, Wardlow, I found your burner account. Uh, he's making, <laughs> that was really making, funny making chicken shallot out of chicken shit, but it's getting really uncomfortable how often this is starting to happen with Max. Uh, I get he's a heel, but the stuff they're saying is is fucked up across the board. Yeah, this is not a way to be a baby face uh, to, to <laughs> go after a heel like this. I'll, I'll, I'll say uh, what's your high spot was about this week? Uh, my high spot, I'm going to say, is I, I actually think this is one of the best Hall of Fame classes in years. Um, I think that yeah. I, they kept, they're keeping it shorter, which, which helps, I think. I mean, The Undertaker, of course. Vader, of course. Shad as the Warrior Award, I think that's fantastic. That is well overdue. Um, Queen Charmel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say anything. Please, Booker T. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think I would have had Jazz or Victoria instead, but, you know, it's they got to have um, a, a woman a year and they didn't book them well for years. So uh, Queen Charmel it is. And then I love that it's the Steiner brothers. Like, I know that a part of it is to boost Braun Breaker now and say that his dad is a Hall of Famer. But the fact that Big Papa Pump is coming to the Hall of Fame is well-deserved. I, I think that this is a great class. Like, I don't really have any problems with it. And um, I'm excited to actually watch the Hall of Fame. I, I The one last year where they tried to combine two years into one was a disaster. Um, I think this one will be really cool, and we'll, we'll get some awesome speeches. So I just want to put a caveat. The Hall of Fame is going to be awesome, and you all should watch it, but not live. Because that's when we're going to be doing our most stupendous Russell Rose live Zoom show. Watch that live. You can go back and watch the Hall of Fame later because you're going to want to fast forward through all the other commercials that and are going listen, on Listen, I'm going to be illegally streaming all the Friday events during the show. I will have laptops that I'll randomly be looking at the Hall of Fame and shitting on it and randomly looking at the Ring of Honor show and shitting on it. So don't watch these things. Listen we guarantee us. that even though... You will be paying us to watch our show. None of that movie, none of that money will be going back to wrestling companies from Scott Chaplin. No <laughs> chance. <laughs> but somehow he loves wrestling more than all of us combined. You know, um, I <laughs> just fucking with you. Um, my low spot, I would say, is uh, 
You know, Dude, he's an ever reliable fucking brat. <laughs> when but... I walked in, <laughs> Dan's left a lot. None of us feel responsible for it. I just hope you're going to say who I think, but I think you're going to say. Oh, the Bret Hart and, and uh, still complaining about Goldberg. Oh, no. That's interesting, oh. though. I'm into this. Okay. No, yeah, no. So, Bret Hart, like, dude, everyone's talking about how much they love you. You know, FTR and Punk, and you're this legend. And then, like, you know, Goldberg cost me $16 million. Like, dude, you weren't going to go back to WWF in 2001. Like, I mean, look, it is very sad what happened. But let it go, man. Go go see a therapist. Get help. I mean, or not. I'll just keep getting new material off you. But it's just like, go to bed, man. <laughs> just give it up. Like, it's been 23 years since that kick. I mean, it's it fucking sucks. But it it was an accident, you know. It. it yeah, he was not that well trained, and you never hurt anybody. But also, let it go. <laughs> uh, Mike, the problem is that kick fifty first dated him, so every day he wakes up and thinks it's the day after <laughs> where he got kicked in the head. Oh my god! <laughs> well, it screwed um, me, and I just lost my head. <laughs> uh, well, uh, my high spot, uh, my high spot's WrestleMania weekend, man. There's a lot of fun Woo! shows. Even if you're not a WWE fan. A lot of fun stuff to watch, uh, including our live show, which will be our only plug today. Please come see our live show. Uh, I'm excited, man. This is awesome that yeah. we're doing something. Oh, we're gonna have a ball. I yeah, I can't wait. Uh, just gonna be week's fun. gonna be a great time. I'm not saying uh, what we're doing in advance, but there is gonna be a roast. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a little roast. We're gonna have a roast of there, somebody. Yes. There's yes. going to be a roast, and, and I'll be honest, I was pitching stuff for this show simply because I'm a fan of the three of you as comedians, and I want to see what you guys do with this, and mm -hmm. it's going to be well worth it, especially in front of a live Zoom crowd. It's going to be Zoom. awesome. Should we preview a little bit of what? Like, No, no, fuck it. Just they'll, they'll tune in. Well, you guys a, have listened to our show roast. We, we, we talked about some of it. We will be adding Russo. Uh, we're going to be doing – we're going to be pitching WrestleMania events – as Vince Russo, we're going to be doing a Q&A. Mike's going to be showing you an action figure. I have a little Mike's something. Mike's going to be showing you an action figure. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to do a review of Elite Series 91, Rob Van Dam, baby. I just <laughs> a spoiler. And I'm going to be giving an yes. in-depth review while you guys judge me mercilessly. Yeah, well, while and while this is happening, we have a series of scientists and climatologists that will be monitoring Adina who is Mike's wife's pussy and just how dry it's getting. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, besides that, uh, folks, I'm, I'm, my low spot this week is uh, on Saturday night. I got to, I got to miss a little bit of mania because I got to do a show. So I'm a little bummed about that. Um, oh, that's great. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, anybody else have anything to plug? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Big high spot. Welcome to the ad free show family in a week. Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's Thank be you, crazy. Conrad, for getting Rick. Uh, it is an absolute high spot. Yes. And when it and leads nothing, to a, yeah. nothing more, nothing less. A no, when this spot. leads to the divorce, it's going to no, be would awesome. You say, would you say it's a mile high spot? <laughs> you mother uh, <laughs> my WrestleMania weekend, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, and also, um, sorry we didn't get to the Twitter questions this week. We were, we were overloaded. Uh, we'll probably read them at some point. Uh, Let's read them know. on the live show. No, we'll no yeah. Show. How many people will cancel? Zach, anything? Wash your hands. <laughs> okay. The way you came in on that was dimension. The delay was amazing. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh, happy WrestleMania, everybody. Happy WrestleMania. Happy WrestleMania.